Welcome to Emerge Mobile First. I'm your host, Jordan Bryant. Here at Emerge Mobile First, we're unlocking the insights, trends, and resources driving the latest in business innovation. If you are new to the podcast, Rapid Fire Friday is more of a quick hit list of some of the key resources our guests use in their day-to-day. And to get the full list of all the resources we've compiled from all the interviews to date, head over to www.emergemobilefirst.com and select the Get Free Resources button. And we'll send you access to the constantly updated list of resources from all of our guests. All right, now let's get to this week's resources from this week's featured guest. And here's a quick intro and recap of who we're talking to. Jeff serves as CMO for Yex, the company that puts business on the map with the award-winning Yex Knowledge Engine. Prior to joining Yex, Jeff served as Vice President of Marketing Insights for Salesforce and Exact Target, where he built the content marketing and thought leadership teams. Jeff's first book, Audience, Marketing in the Age of Subscribers, Fans, and Followers, Wiley 2014, has been lauded by marketers and executives alike as a must-read for those interested in the rise of proprietary audience development as a core marketing responsibility. A Clevelander now working in New York City, he continues to bask in the afterglow of the Cleveland Cavaliers NBA Championship. So, Jeff, you ready for some rapid-fire questions? Absolutely. So first of all, what is your definition of innovation? So innovation is where great idea meets action to save time, reduce frustration, or create opportunity. So this next question is a perfect segue then. So would you put more emphasis on the idea or the execution, the action, and then how would you weigh each with a percentage and why? Ooh, great question. I believe I would put most of the emphasis on the execution. I would probably weight it about... 20% idea, 80% execution. There are an awful lot of people who have an awful lot of great ideas that never see the light of day. And that is because it is challenging to both lead and execute. I see it every day here. I, I and others and members of the team have you know, great ideas and sometimes there just aren't enough hours in the day. And so we have started a process whereby we don't have a no list, we have a not yet list. And we park those ideas. And when the hours free up that we can actually uh, have the desired action we want, we bring those back to the surface and see if they're relevant and execute the ones that will have the greatest value to ourselves, our customers, our partners, and others. I like that idea. Maybe I'll execute that. (laughs) So what has been your biggest learning lesson on your journey in business so far? That about 90% of business is managing communication between people. If you look at what goes wrong and what goes right, it comes down to how we understand each other, how we communicate, how we handle situations where expectations aren't met. That's one of the the passages of a book that I read in college for a communications class has stuck with me all these years because it it was a psychologist who boiled down everything he learned in his career to one simple phrase, and that is the majority of human problems come down to a situation where expectation does not meet reality. And if you look at all of the news right now in the airline industry, I don't care what brand it is, every single brand in the last month has been hit with some sort of customer service crisis where expectation or actually reality fell woefully short of expectation. And the challenge they now face is how do you close and eliminate that gap 
that's where it comes down to being a great business, that you deliver on what you promise. And in fact, you joyfully exceed it at times to put a little bit of equity in the bank for those moments where inevitably things go wrong. And that is a tough thing to do, but it's probably the biggest lesson that I've learned and I, I continue to relearn. So what are a few of your favorite business-related books you'd recommend people read? Right now, uh, Simon Sinek's Start With Why is very front of mind for me. As our team grows, but so do the demands on it, it becomes about prioritization. And if you cannot articulate the why upfront and very quickly about why you're doing a project, why you're having a meeting, why you need to meet with somebody, you're going to get left behind or it's not going to be a productive meeting or productive conversation. And so to start with why, define it from there, have a clear-cut agenda, and create efficiencies to execute is very important. I don't want to represent by any stretch of the imagination that I or my team has that down pat. We are lifelong learners, and every day is about getting incrementally better, and every once in a while, hopefully having a great leap forward. But that's a path we're committed to. So I'll link to that in the show notes for sure for people to check out. And another book I'm going to be linking is uh, your book, Audience. So would you mind uh, telling us a little bit about that? And then also, sure. you know, maybe one section that you, you highly recommend that we check out. Audience was a, a real kind of labor of love of mine. I had co-produced and co-authored a research series at Exact Target called Subscribers, Fans, and Followers, which at the time was the first and then longest running examination of the relationship, uh, the way that consumers viewed the relationship they had with brands through email, Facebook, Twitter, mobile, and other types of social channels. In the midst of that research, I've been doing a lot of keynotes on it. I began to uh, form some new keynote content and narratives that weren't in the research and began to get the, the bug that I should write a book. And Wiley Publishing came a calling and I began to write that book in uh, uh, spring of 2013, and it was published at the end of 2013. And the thesis is that proprietary audience development is now a core marketing responsibility, meaning it's not enough that you email. You have to do the things to build the email subscriber base. You have to do the things to build the Facebook fan network. You have to do the things to build the followers regardless of whether it's Twitter or other types of channels, so that you have this ready set audience out there to be able to communicate with at a moment's notice. And it reduces your dependency on paid media. It doesn't eliminate it, but it changes the strategy that you have to deploy. Because if you have no proprietary audience, you're always renting eyeballs. And what you want to do is you want to build it up so that you have an audience, a direct audience, and it allows you to do more higher value types of outreach to audiences of note that you don't currently reach. And the interesting thing is we have just come out of a presidential campaign season in which we saw Donald Trump leverage a proprietary audience in the form of his Twitter followers, unlike any presidential candidate had to date. And love him or hate him, that is a truth about that particular campaign that he was able to circumvent media, in fact, give an amazing head fake that made people think he was going to lose that election when he was winning it on electoral vote. And it was all based on a proprietary audience. 
you know, frankly, you just pick up the book, read the first chapter, and you'll know if it is for you, and you'll also understand that core concept. Right. Uh, yeah, that's a great example. And uh, I'll link to this in the show notes again for everyone to check out and make sure to read that first chapter. And then lastly, Jeff, what is your favorite mobile app and why? Gosh, I'm thinking, I'm trying to distinguish between favorite and most used. So, or both. It's a tough one. I don't know if I have a, a, a favorite in the sense that I have like a, you know, I think favorite and I think like I've got a passion for this. It was removed from <laughs> my phone. I couldn't live without it. I mean, by sheer use, I'm going to come back and say the email app remains a top used one because it allows me to work anywhere. And we kind of forget that, that that is, that's a, something that spoils you. It also can create problems in your, in your social life, but the flexibility to be connected and be responsive at all times is something I value because my career is long enough to remember a time before having email in the palm of my hand. Now I long for a day at some point where I am, able to completely detach, but I don't know that I ever totally will. But, you know, I'd say email is, is right up there. And then as a commuter from New Jersey into the city, you know, I certainly am a fan of the New York Times app to catch up on things, the, the serious radio app, so that I can be listening to uh, either new music or comedy or NPR on the go, no matter where I am. Lastly, I'm a little bit addicted right now to the game Two Dots. Uh -huh, me too. I made the mistake of connecting it up with some friends, and now anytime they release one of those new expeditions or something, I am using that on the train both ways to ensure that I uh, maintain dominance over my friends who use it. So uh, at some point, I'll have to go to a 12-step program on that, but right now, it's, it's not moderately healthy uh, ex exercise. Well, Jeff, hey, thanks for, uh, you know, for providing all these resources and, and the insights in the episode. You know, I really appreciate you taking the, the time to join us today and share in your experience and, and let us know a little bit deeper about Yext. And, and again, we really appreciate it. Absolutely. It's been an honor. And uh, again, if anybody has any questions directly for me, just, you know, drop me a line at JK Roars on Twitter. That concludes our Rapid Fire Friday for the week. Again, for a full list of the resources we've compiled over the interviews to date, head over to www.emergemobilefirst.com and select the Get Free Resources button. And we'll send you access to the full list of resources from all of our guests. Until next week, think mobile first.